Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Toyo Open Country AT3. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at AmericanExpress.com slash with Amex. It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at, like a B&B with an ocean view an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts fire with jason mcintyre What's up, everybody? It's me, Jason McIntyre. Straight fire! Episode 5, we made it. One whole week. Very exciting first debut week uh, for the show, for the podcast, whatever you guys want to call it. Thank you for the downloads. Obviously, thank you for commenting. I did read some negative comments. I like that. I thrive off the negativity. Uh, Remember, subscribe, tell all your friends. And uh, this was an awesome week, and we wrap up the week with... What I think is the biggest story in sports, obviously the NBA playoffs were massive. Portland with the heart-stopping victory over the lowly Brooklyn Nets. So setting up a Portland-Memphis play-in to face the Lakers. We'll get to that later. But I want to start with, you know, kind of a big story on Thursday in the NFL. And, And I have a different angle than I saw anybody else take. Essentially, smart teams in the NFL doing smart things. Obviously, Travis Kelsey... And George Kittle, two tight ends, signing big contracts. And a lot of people will gloss over it, maybe look at the fantasy football angle. But I I think it's smart teams doing smart things. And I want to take you back. I like these little stories, these vignettes, if you will, 
to when I had started out at James Madison University. I talked yesterday about Virginia Tech. I transferred to JMU, and I was working on the school paper, and I was freelancing for the local paper. You know, get as many clips as I can, get my name out there, get as many reps as possible. And so second semester, I started an internship at JMU with the local newspaper. And essentially, I had to go in, you know, two or three days a week, and I would have to, like, answer phone calls for high school sports. You know, it wasn't great, but hey, you got to put hair on your chest somehow. And the second, um, you know, internship day, I was, was supposed to be a Thursday. And obviously, Thursday's a huge, big college party night. And my buddies were like, hey, man, we got this awesome party. We got this stuff lined up. And I blew off the internship. I, ca- I called the next day, and I was like, hey, man, I'm sorry I couldn't make it. I got tied up. They were like, okay, we'll see you Monday. And I was like, oh, what? that went over pretty well. So I show up on Monday. Hey, apologize again. And the editor's like, okay. Two minutes later, hey, Jason, can I talk to you for a second? Oh, okay. And in the most calm but firm voice ever, I was basically told, what the hell do you think you're doing? Smart people do smart things, Jason, and you just did a really dumb thing. You did not show up for work. Do you think you're going to be anything in this industry? I mean, I was stunned. I was scared straight. Like, I, I, had, I was friendly with this guy, Chris Simmons. Uh, rest in peace, Chris Simmons. He passed away a couple years ago. And he was like one of my mentors. And I, I respected this guy. He respected me. And he basically told me, you just did a really dumb thing. And I, and I vowed from that day, I got to be smart. I got to do smart things. And you guys can apply this to your life and your work, wherever you work, your, uh, your wife, uh, your life, your kids. You got to be smart. And I, I look at sports that way with teams like the San Antonio Spurs in the NBA. What did they do for two decades? They stayed on top, five championships in 15 years, smart organizations doing smart things. Go look at their draft history, second round, finding all these gems, late first round. Yeah, they grabbed Tony Parker, Manu Ginobili, smart organizations going to Europe, and they really were the gateway to Europe for smart teams. Look at Major League Baseball. I know you guys have seen Moneyball with Brad Pitt. Obviously, the Oakland A's had to put together a competitive team on a shoestring budget. Moneyball, by the way, is playing on like either HBO or Cinemax every day now. It's awesome. And they were able to take the sabermetric approach, use analytics, and find undervalued assets in the market. And they kept getting to the playoffs. Now everybody copies them. Look at what happened in the NFL Thursday. Travis Kelsey and the Chiefs, huge deal. George Kittle and the 49ers, huge deal. They are now the two highest paid players at the position. And oh, isn't that interesting? Both teams went to the Super Bowl. Both teams locked down their tight ends. And what do tight ends do? They're, these aren't traditional line up at the end of the line of scrimmage, block, catch a few passes. You guys know that Travis Kelsey lines up wide in the red zone as a wide receiver and they throw jump balls to him. Travis Kelsey lines up in the slot. George Kittle does the same. Smart teams doing smart things. I found this incredible stat. 2018, Travis Kelsey lined up like a wide receiver 13% of the time, almost double what tight ends usually spend out wide earlier in the decade. This is what smart teams do. They get ahead. Now, I know tight ends have been integral. Dallas Clark with the Colts. Remember, Vernon Davis had a good run with the 49ers. But when you think about it like this, they don't have to break the bank, the Niners and Chiefs, for wide receivers. Crazy stat I just found. The 49ers' highest paid wide receiver is a guy named Kendrick Bourne. He's the 50th highest paid receiver in the league. 
Now, the Chiefs also did it smart. They paid a lot for Tyreek Hill, but on a short team-friendly deal. They're not giving him an Odell Beckham contract. They're not giving him Julio Jones, A.J. Green money. They're doing short-term deals. Big money, but short-term. Same with the Sammy Watkins move they made. I'm just telling you guys, smart organizations doing smart things. I was incredibly impressed with what the 49ers and the Chiefs did. And I don't know if they're both a lock to get back to the Super Bowl. But I can say with, with you know, 100% certainly, they're two of the favorites to get back there because smart teams do smart things. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. All right, let me switch gears to college football. What a week it's been. And I thought, Rob, that the biggest news this week that I saw on Thursday was Syracuse's football players decided not to practice for the third time in eight days because they were unhappy with the infrequency of COVID testing. I mean, Rob, this sentence... Is I, I just I'm floored by this. Syracuse testing for COVID nineteen was happening happening every other week during camp. I mean that flies in the face of everything that's happening in the Major League Baseball. Uh, not they don't have a bubble, but in Major League Baseball now in the NBA bubble in the MLS uh, NHL they're all testing so frequently. And college football thinks oh we could just yeah test the Syracuse players every other week. Like, what are we doing here? Well, that's the problem, again, when you don't have leadership at the top. That the NCAA did not implement any kind of national rules for these these conferences to follow. So everyone's kind of picking and choosing how they want to do it. Some of them based on they don't really want to know the numbers. (laughs) Some of them thinking it's not really that serious. And I think other ones are just thinking, hey, they're college kids. They're going to be fine anyways. So we don't really need to worry about it. And... With that kind of stuff happening and now these players becoming more aware and social media allowing them to become more connected to each other all across the country, you saw the Pac-12 kind of started, you know, about a month ago, actually, when they wanted to do their um, boycott. That became public. Then suddenly the we are united with everybody coming together. What did they think was going to happen with all of this? The, the, the Syracuse players and, you know, honestly, much of the SEC, ACC, they're just they just don't know what they don't know. That, I mean, we're talking about 18 to 21 year olds. So probably some 22, 23 year olds playing college football. I remember being fearless at that age. I would go do whatever. I had I didn't care. I had no care in the world. And of course, these guys are football players, so they're like, oh, let's just go play. And now I guess you read a couple stories about what's happened with the heart issue to some athletes, and it's like, whoa. And, and I think Cowherd was it, or I'm not sure who it was that made a good point that the Big Ten athletes, you know, these are some very good academic schools. And the Pac-12 has some very good academic schools. And the players, as you said, going for the, you know, we are united, the unity proposal, where they want standards. And if they don't, if they're, you know, the schools aren't adhering to the standards that the players are pulling out. We didn't see that from the ACC. I know Syracuse is a great school. I actually applied there. I got in. They have an amazing journalism school. Just a little too cold in the winter for me. But, I, I mean, you know, Rob, I would say I'm at about, I think it's 25% chance that the ACC and the Big 12 happen. I think that sounds about right. And that's not even counting. I know you mentioned the Syracuse situation. What's going on at Florida State? Mm. You had three receivers who all said that there was zero transparency with regards to coronavirus testing. And one of their parents said that they, again, were not getting tested every week. And another one had said that when they were getting tested positive, they were told not to make it public. And the school decided that their protocol would be to not release 
any kind of numbers related to COVID testing. It's a disaster. I mean, that's the only way to describe it. Now, Mark Emmert came out on Thursday. He did some Zoom interview. I don't know if he did like just a speech or it was an interview with somebody, but he was talking on Zoom, basically saying like, yeah, <laughs> looks like we may have to go to a bubble for the winter spring sports. Now, that opens up a lot of real big questions. Like, can you put people who are not employees into a bubble? And how do you maintain this charade of amateur sports yeah. in a situation like that? How do you stress student athlete? When your entire goal is to just sequester these kids, even if it's on campus, you're saying, hey, but you're only allowed in these dorms. <laughs> it's like, come on, man. I mean, you, this whole NCAA system, the college sports system, is crumbling around us, just like what Colin Coward said earlier in the week on the podcast. We knew that it was a house of cards. We've known it for a long time. And what happened as soon as the pandemic hit, and that was the push that it needed to bring it all down. Yeah, COVID has been such an accelerant in the college, just dismantling of this, like you said, house of cards, uh, football paying for everything. I mean, COVID has wrecked a lot of industries, like the movie theater industry. That may not come back anytime soon. Um, I, I think college is going to look extremely different. I've been reading some, you know, I don't want to go too off the reservation here, but I've been reading some interesting thoughts about how the technology companies uh, that are absolutely flush with money are going to get into the education game because college, colleges are run so poorly and it, it just feels like it's heading on a downward trend. But so many industries are being disrupted. I mean, we had Jerry Jones out here saying, yeah, we're going to get guys into the, We're going to get fans into the stadium. I don't know how that's possible. I don't see how fans are going to be back anytime soon. College level, NFL. Yeah, and I know that there's people, Rob, who are listening to this saying, man, I can't believe this, Jason. If you're scared, just stay in your house for the rest of your life. Because there is that segment I get on social media who are just saying, well, if you're afraid, it's not about being afraid. <laughs> That's just totally the wrong tack. It's not a black or white thing. There are shades of gray here. Like, I go outside and socialize with people in you know our neighborhood and our general area who I know are also being safe. And they're not being stupid. I don't hang with people who go to bars. I just don't think that's a smart place to be. That's not a good environment right now. I don't need COVID. I don't want it in my life. I don't need it in my life. I've got, as I like to say on every episode, I got four jobs and, and I don't want to be calling in sick for two weeks because I got COVID. It just, I, I don't need that. If I can just avoid trouble, why wouldn't I? I know, exactly. Rob, you, uh, you got a young, young uh, child at home. You don't need yes. any of this nonsense. No, not at all. And And I know somebody who was working in, in, a, in a business that had unfortunately had furloughs. And so there was, you know, some people that were out for a while. A guy on his first day back from furlough, who during this entire time he was out, was traveling across the country, oh, going to bars, living his best life on Instagram. Kudos to him. What do you think happened? <laughs> Tested positive for COVID, spread it amongst the rest of the office. So an already skeleton crew wow. was cut down by like 80%. That's not cool. For two weeks because of quarantine. And then everybody has to lose some money out of their pocket because exactly. his clown went and did made his decision. Oh, it just – I can say it. It pisses me off. All right, let's move on, Rob G., to the NBA. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. 
Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. Uh, Kind of an exciting night, Thursday night. Uh, Portland went into the fourth quarter against the Nets, down seven. Portland needed to win to get into the play-in game against Memphis. And Dame Lillard brought him back. Uh, It was another phenomenal performance. However, the big narrative is going to be Portland wins, Portland advances. Dame had 42 and 12 assists. He had eight threes. He was making shots from the logo. Um... You know, the smart people will look at the Nets and say, wait a minute, they started Garrett Temple and they played Tyler Johnson 24 minutes and this guy Luanu, I don't even want to try to say his last name, 
who? And they shot 55% from the field and they hit 42% from three. And they nearly won on a last second shot by Karis Levert. That team nearly beat Portland. And we're supposed to expect Portland to be able to hang <laughs> with LeBron and Anthony Davis? Are you guys drunk? I I don't get it. Portland got pushed by a Nets team that had nothing to play for. Yep. So even you know, I'm sure they want to win, and you know, just competitively, you want to win. But there's a difference between back against the wall, must win scenario, or a playoff scenario, and a game that hey, if you win, great. If you lose, doesn't change anything. We're locked into our spot in the playoffs. And Portland still almost gave that game away. Yeah. Brooklyn had a chance to win the game at the budget. They probably should have called timeout in the last possession. Yeah, I didn't but, love that. But, you know, that's that's the armchair quarterback. I guess I understand you don't want to go against a set defense, especially since Portland hadn't stopped you the whole night anyways. So maybe you weren't that worried about it. But Portland is a nice story. Dame Lillard is awesome. I can't wait till he becomes a Laker in like three years. <laughs> it's going to be great. But we've seen this before. Yeah. Two years ago, swept out of the playoffs. Last year, swept out of the playoffs. They are who they are. They are who we thought they were. Yeah. They're Dame Lillard, a very exciting, fun, plucky bunch. <laughs> but when you get against the elite teams, they're just not quite there. I mean, I can already see it right now. Alex Caruso. I don't want to say he's going to shut down Dame. That would be idiotic to say. But Alex Caruso doesn't have to. I mean, he'll go 20, 22 minutes, Rob, in a game without taking a shot. Just all defense and assists, making that extra pass, the hockey assist. That's like what Caruso does. Then he'll throw down this dunk that'll have everybody like, oh my gosh, he's a white guy getting up for the dunk. The bald eagle. <laughs> I could see him. Your job, Alex Caruso, is to stop Damian Lillard or slow him down. And if Dame doesn't get 30, then I don't know how Portland's going to win. I mean, I, I, I said it yesterday on the podcast. I can see the Lakers sweeping Portland. 4-0. No joke. I mean, Nurkic is a nice player, but again, do you think he's going to get double-doubles and dominate Anthony Davis? No. Yeah, it's just not happening. I mean, Melo's going to turn into a pumpkin against LeBron. Come on, guys. Uh, The internet loves him. We'll have to do a deep dive one day. Like, Instagram and Twitter love Carmelo Anthony for whatever reason. Their backup is Gary Trent Jr., who's a nice young player. He's shooting well in the bubble. But, again, he's like a 21, 22-year-old kid. And the third-string small forward is Mario Hazonia. And um, he don't play no defense. So I don't see how they can come close to stopping LeBron. Dame might have to average 50 for them to get a game or two. I think Lakers blow through that. We'll do the in-depth preview on the playoffs early next week. We have a couple really good guests lined up. You guys are going to love it. But I want to quickly go on this Russell Westbrook injury, which Mike D'Antoni talked about. Listen, guys, I'm not trying to toot my own horn and brag uh, about how early we've been on some of these stories this week on the podcast. Listen, that's one of the things I really try to do is we try to get ahead of things. And we told you about the Westbrook injury yesterday. Nobody was really talking about it. It's now looking like he will miss the first game or two in the playoffs. And I'm not going to lie. I, I like James Harden a lot. I don't know how James Harden and Eric Gordon can hold it down uh, against a pretty damn good o- OKC team who's... I think had like the third best record since the All-Star break. They've been phenomenal defensively. Chris Paul, he's a money player. I'm not a huge Chris Paul guy, but he's a very good player. I think Houston's in trouble in the first round, Rob G. Oh, yeah. And and even if Russ is only out for the first game or two, 
he's the kind of guy whose game is built on explosion, athleticism, ability to beat guys off the dribble, to attack the rim. If he has a gimpy quad or if he's not at least 85, 90%, then what is he? Because he's never been a good shooter. Houston needs him to be his peak version of himself for them to be a good team. This Russell Westbrook injury could be the difference between Houston out in the first round and Houston possibly making a run all the way to the Western final. Yeah, it's very significant. Now, can can we, you know, pour out some alcohol for the Phoenix Suns, who I feel bad for, Rob G. I mean, they went undefeated in the bubble, 8-0. Devin Booker, probably the runner-up for bubble MVP after Damian Lillard. You know, Phoenix beats Dallas handily, and they don't even get a shot at the playoffs. That's kind of disappointing. Now, you talk about future Laker. I, I might rather have Devin Booker in three years than Damian Lillard in three. I mean, Devin Booker's like 24 years old. Well, yeah, and Devin Booker. I know you've been paying attention to the uh, the Zoom press conferences. Yes. He's been wearing a lot of Lakers gear at those events. Are you sitting out on it? I swear, I promise you. Now, obviously, it's, it's an homage to Kobe. He's a big Kobe fan like Ooh. we all are. Rest in peace to the Mamba. But as a Laker fan, I can't say that I'm not getting a little bit excited. Like, okay, okay, I see you, D-Book. I mean, listen, he's already dating Kendall Jenner. And, you know, she had a thing with Ben Simmons. And then that was that's not going to work. So now uh, maybe she's hopeful D-Book will we'll get uh, out to L.A. Devin Booker would, would look nice next to Anthony Davis. Uh, you know, oh, he would look really nice next to Anthony yeah, Davis. I think that would be good. Uh, real quick, quick note on the Clippers. We haven't talked much Clippers-Lakers. I'm sure we'll be doing it nightly in about two weeks. But where are you on the on the paper clips? I think they're a very good team who got anointed too quickly. Top to bottom talent, most talented team in, in basketball. I've never doubted that at all. The problem with them is, other than Kawhi, they don't have anybody who's ever been on the big stage before. I mean, if you want to count Paul George, you can, but... The last time he was there, that was before his leg snapped in half. Yeah. And since then, he has the playoff P hasn't really been anything special. But Lou Williams, he's cool. I think he's made the second round once. I think Trez has been the second round once. Pat Bev, the same thing. And none of them have really good playoff numbers. Yeah. They're getting a lot of credit for a plucky six-game first-round exit last season. <laughs> they pushed I mean? Golden State, Rob, remember? Yeah, exactly. And then Kevin Durant said, hey, I'm Kevin Durant, and dropped yeah. 50 on he him. He was a little—it looked like they were bored, actually. It, pretty much. That's exactly what it was. So that's one. Number two, with a team that new and so many different parts, you can't afford to just throw away the regular season the way they did. They had zero interest in building any kind of chemistry mm. with that roster— at the trade deadline or at the, the buyout deadline, they picked up Reggie Jackson and one of the Morris twins, two guys who both think they're much better than yeah, what they really are. Yeah, this is are. a good point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when you already have a team with Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, and Lou Williams, the last thing you want is two other guys who think that they should get the, the, the big shot. Why on earth yeah. would you ever want to take the ball out of the hands of any of those three guys? You notice Reggie Jackson's playing like 30 minutes in the bubble as they're waiting for Lou Will to get up to speed and Beverly to get healthy. Okay, let me quick word on Reggie Jackson. So he was in uh, OKC, and he was butting heads with Westbrook because he said, like, listen, I'm as good as Westbrook. Uh, I don't care he's averaging a triple-double. I need the ball. I need more minutes. So they ship him out of town to Detroit. And... um, Essentially, Reggie Jackson thinks he is one of the best players in the league. 
He's immensely talented, right? That's undeniable. So now he goes to the Clippers, and he wasn't playing a lot, and now he's playing a ton. What's he going to feel like come the playoffs when his minutes are reduced to, like, 12? That's when the chirping is going to begin. They don't really know their rotation, Rob. A guy, Reggie Jackson is playing, like, 30 minutes a game in the bubble right now. That's going to get tr- cut significantly for Pat Bev, maybe even Landry Shamit. They're going to have to work it out on the fly. It, I, I'm telling you, there could be some issues in that. Uh, by the way, who stands up in that locker room and is the pound-my-fist-on-the-table guy like LeBron is with the Lakers? We know LeBron is that guy. He stands up. Everybody be quiet. LeBron's talking. Who is that guy in the locker room for the Clippers? Well, it's definitely not Kawhi Leonard. It's not. It's not. And, is it Paul George? No. I don't think so either. either. You know, I thought Lou Williams would be the guy. But, you know, when you go to Magic City and get lap dances while your teammates are in the bubble, and he didn't just pick up wings. He was getting lap dances. One of these strippers, I forget her name, Venus or whatever it is, said, like, yeah, he hung around and took a couple dances. What kind of respect? Do you love basketball? Or do you you just can't resist the, you know, the lap dances in that scene? And we know Lou Williams uh, off the court. He's a big-time playboy. Does he love basketball? How bad does he want a title? I I, I don't know. Is he going to be locked in? I I am so there, Rob, for Clippers infighting if Luka steals game one or something insane (laughs) happens. Like, I don't think Luka could, but it would be phenomenal. I don't know. I I, I know the Clippers, like you said, have the talent. I'm just not 100,000% sold on them definitely beating the Lakers. Um, We'll wrap up with... Um, yeah, I was going to talk about the Miami Heat. I guess we can save that. There's nothing really special there, except that I really think they've got a good chance to upset the Bucks in the second round. Uh, I think they're plus 850 right now to win the East. There is some value there. Uh, Celtics are the other team I would look closely at. As we know now, Embiid is hurt. He's going to play. Ben Simmons obviously out. Boston Celtics, man, they, you know, as long as they don't have to face Giannis till the conference finals, they're going to, they should be there. Um, but I, I'm so geeked for the playoffs and, uh, we will obviously do a lot of college football NFL on the podcast. We'll do some baseball. Uh, I want to beat up on the Houston Astros next week cause they're still struggling and I really don't like them at all. But, um, I think that does it for episode five. That's one week in the books, guys. Thank you so much for listening, subscribing, jump in the comments and say something nice or, you know, challenge me, whatever. Um, but we will be back, obviously, early Monday morning. Remember, subscribe, rate, and review. J-Mac, out! Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. 
around. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct, but most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. 